Broadcasting from Boston, Massachusetts, the ARC Digital Transformation Viewpoints podcast is the only podcast dedicated to all things related to digital transformation in energy, industrial, and critical infrastructure applications. The podcast is the creation of the ARC Advisory Group Digital Transformation Practice. ARC advises leading companies on technology trends and market dynamics that affect their business. To engage further, please like and share our podcast or reach out directly on Twitter at ARC underscore advisory or please go to the website at www.arcweb.com. Hello, everybody. This is Marianne D'Aquila from ARC Advisory Group. I'm a director of research, and I work in our digital transformation group, and one of my coverage areas is industrial analytics. Today, I'm fortunate enough to be speaking with Brian Saunders from SAS. He is a global director and head of IoT Industry Consulting. Brian, would you like to give yourself a brief introduction? Thank you, Marianne. Uh, Brian Saunders, uh, 25 plus years in industry, uh, primarily focused on the industrial sector and manufacturing, transportation, and energy. Uh, mechanical engineering background, so I'm not a data scientist. So you're gonna, even though I work for SAS, you're gonna get more of the practitioner's view uh, in today's podcast. Thank you for that, Brian. Brian, SAS is a leader in the industrial analytics space. As part of your engagement with global manufacturing, transportation, and energy companies, what would you say are some of the key initiatives being pursued to drive new operational efficiencies? Yeah, I I think we can all agree uh, that the application of artificial intelligence and machine learning has become foundational to overall organizational growth strategies in, in recent years. And really, the, the challenges that they're being applied to really haven't you know, shifted in a lot of ways. They've remained consistent uh, over the years. Um, I, I think that you know, across all of those industry sectors, they, they, they have some unique challenges, whether they be manufacturing quality or sort of better preparing for the energy transition and, and the strains on the grid that renewable uh, generating assets or producing or transportation management systems uh, to, to alleviate congestion in our cities, et cetera. Uh, but I think one common theme, if I were to, to see a few things that are common across each of those sectors, predictive maintenance. Uh, we, we continue to see heavy investment there, uh, but not really from a reticence to adopt, but more, how do they focus on at-scale deployments? Uh, doing so uh, across their growing enterprises and industrial asset portfolios. Uh, another area, I, I think organizations are continuing to try to figure out ways to drive new revenue streams and better manage risk for their business. So certainly this evolution of connected products, trying to capitalize on the aftermarket um, is also uh, quite prevalent across all of those uh, subsectors you mentioned. And you know, I mentioned the, the problems have kind of remain the same or somewhat consistent. Um, but I think the sort of the evolution of IoT has given rise to really new approaches and technology that has enabled organizations to maybe better address those challenges. Maybe we could follow up with that just a little bit more on the comment around new technology and approaches. Um, can you provide some additional context or an example that reflects the shift? Sure. Yeah, I, I you know, I, I think there's a lot of buzz and certainly uh, rightfully so around ubiquitous connectivity and streaming analytics. Uh, they, they tend to dominate uh, the amplification in the market. Um, but I, I think what we're seeing 
a lot of kind of new investment is the, the movement away from sort of the traditional structured data to unstructured data processing. Uh, really, the emergence of computer vision is a very practical example. Being able to leverage that new compute edge processing and computer vision modeling uh, improvements over the years to tackle problems such as visual inspection of product on a manufacturing line or asset inspection of wind turbines in a distributed uh, farm or worker safety across uh, you know uh, many of the manufacturing uh, and energy um, you know environments so I, I certainly see um, kind of a, a new emerging focus on, on these sort of non-standard uh, data streams, but I think they are paying big dividends um, across industry. Excellent examples. Uh, thank you. Now, looking across the industries, we're seeing, at least from my perspective, varying degrees of success uh, as organizations look to roll out industrial analytic initiatives. What are some of the key challenges that you are seeing? I think the the biggest challenge that that I, I think the impediment for organizations that have struggled, um, they haven't aligned initiatives to value. Uh, and, and if you don't have a laser focus in connecting sort of the investments you're making and the journey that you're, you're, you're starting to a tangible and quantifiable business value, um, I think things tend to stall. Uh, you tend to get organizational fatigue, frustration, usually because timelines and cost have been inflated. Um, so that, that's usually the, the biggest impediment to get started. Uh, those that have actually believe they have a, a solid value story, I believe the sort of the, the ability to deploy and operationalize analytic insights back into an enterprise really deploying this intelligence at the right level of the enterprise to capture value, whether that be at the edge or in the cloud or anywhere in between, that continues, I think, to be a big hurdle. Um, certainly, you know, we've made a lot of investments within SaaS uh, to make that journey a bit easier um, and, and simplify um, sort of the analytic um, integration to standard sort of business tools, processes, uh, and equipment. And so certainly that, um, I think that challenge is getting easier, but uh, I still see that as a big hurdle uh, for, for many organizations. Brian, next I'd like to speak with you about, uh, we interviewed Georgia Pacific about their journey with real-time analytics and computer vision. What can you share from your perspective as the provider who has been partnering with them on their journey that could serve as a roadmap for others that are either just starting or advancing their digital transformation journey. Yeah, I've, I've had the distinct pleasure of working with Georgia Pacific uh, since they started this journey back in 2018. And um, I can honestly say across industry, you, you won't find many examples, if any, uh, that are doing it better. Um, I, I think their starting point, they, they focused on value. I, I, I mentioned that before as one of the reasons why organizations aren't successful they were laser focused on what they were trying to do to transform their business. Um, the, the next kind of, I think, element of their success was they really focused on small incremental wins. Uh, they, they have this mantra that good is good enough. They weren't seeking perfection uh, from their phase one investments. 
Um, and, and they realize that even if it's 50% better uh, than the, the old way of doing things, that's 50% of the surface area they don't have to to apply resources to. So that's driven lots of uh, operational efficiency for them. And I think they realize that this is more than really a technology play. This this has to do with organizational structure. Um, they, they subscribe to this concept that analytics is a team sport. And it's imperative that their subject matter experts and data scientists work collaboratively to, to really tackle these problems that are pervasive uh, across their manufacturing enterprise. And ultimately, they've invested heavily in change management practices, uh, overcoming some of those challenges of adoption and the working very closely with their business partners to ensure that they are serving up the insights at the right time and the right manner uh, so that actions uh, are actually um, uh, taken across the enterprise. And, you know, they've... Um, They've really focused on the technology as well. They, they continue to try to drive efficiencies and improvements uh, to drive growth and scale and repeatability across the enterprise. So they've certainly tackled it from a organizational and technology uh, footprint. And, you know, Brian, what I was really impressed with when I spoke with them was they, they started their journey with, with you in, I believe, 2018. and. And here we are several years later, and their patience has really paid off. Uh, by taking those bite-sized pieces over time and never losing sight of the business problem at hand, um, they were able to deploy continuous learning processes and, and develop even more mature models. And they've really achieved some impressive quantifiable results. And I really stress the quantifiable results portion because that's what what we're hearing that people want to over time, how do I know that I've succeeded? Well, they they have uh, a 30% reduction in their downtime and they have a 10% improvement in their OEE. Um, they've, they've implemented computer vision um, and have a, a much better worker safety record. Uh, so linking the technology to the business process outcomes um, is what it's all about. And I believe that Georgia Pacific and uh, SAS has really nailed that. They probably, to me, this is probably one of the best examples that we can turn to when we look at successful implementations of industrial analytics. Um, let's let's talk about the evolution and growth of industrial ecosystems from an IT, OT, and engineering perspective. Uh, how has your company embraced this opportunity? At the beginning, uh, I'm, we mentioned that I'm part of the IoT division, and, and our, our focus uh, is really on the expansion uh, of our ecosystem uh, around the SaaS technologies that we bring to market. And, you know, we, we for 45 plus years have been laser focused on data driven insights and outcomes, but we realize in this complex uh, environment that we're working within, in order for folks to achieve some of the results like you just referenced for Georgia Pacific, it requires broader collaboration and integration of technologies beyond just the analytic uh, swim lane, from sensors to edge hardware and gateways to communication systems, data storage technologies, cloud services. All of those things have to work in combination 
to really unlock this value. And so our goal has been to expand our presence and relevance across ecosystems so that we can more seamlessly integrate within our customers' environments, really taking advantage of those investments they may have already made. Uh, we, we want this to be as decoupled of a design uh, thinking as possible so that, again, we can plug in and augment uh, some of those investments. If they haven't made investments, certainly we can offer uh, the broader full stack solutions as well. Um, and I would say probably the the biggest area of focus is we, we talk about low latency decisions, outcomes, but if those insights that that drive them don't tie into existing systems, decision support platforms that a customer has invested in, no one knows about them and therefore no actions get taken and, and that value uh, continues to be quite elusive uh, in, in those scenarios. So we've sort of looked at this from a how do we address the market and engage in more meaningful ways to make that customer journey a bit easier, uh, but also amplify and extend the value of what SaaS has been bringing for 45 plus years. And, you know, from our side, we have done uh, numerous surveys on end users on this topic. And what we have found is those who are truly leaders are breaking down uh, uh, silos uh, across these particular groups from operations and engineering perspectives. As we're coming down to the the end of our uh, podcast here, I, I can't help but have to have a question about all the buzz around generative AI. Um, so would you mind sharing the SaaS perspective on the impact it could have or is having in the industrial sector? Yeah, I think um, it, it's, it's, it's pretty interesting to see um, sort of this monumental shift in the narrative uh, towards generative AI. Um, I don't think we're questioning or anyone would be questioning the value that this type of technology evolution is going to have on industry. But I think the the question that I wrestle with is when will that happen? And in my mind, it boils down to trust. When will you have the trust in the technology and these analytic methods to turn over your enterprise. Um, you know, certainly from, from a SaaS perspective, we, we always talk about trustworthy AI. It's a cornerstone uh, for who we are and, and how we believe uh, data and analytics should be, you know, adopted in, a, in the most reliable and trustworthy way. Um, as part of that, that's really sort of shaping our generative AI strategy and, and how I think um, it's going to be adopted within industry we, from large language models to synthetic data generation to digital twins. I think we're seeing pockets of adoption. I think probably the most tangible and immediate um, adoption is really through code generation uh, or co-pilots to help uh, with decisioning sort of the day-to-day, -day, make life easier for someone um, to ingest lots of data, just take a maintenance example, since I've mentioned that was common across these industries, taking in machine operating data and maintenance manuals and historic failures and technician notes, distilling all that together and making it easily mineable uh, so that a, a digital assistant can kind of give guidance when a machine starts to drift. What are the three things you must do to correct that and keep it 
uh, running and healthy uh, at a at peak operability um, and performance. So I think we're seeing that. Um, I don't think we're quite ready to make that full transition to autonomous operations quite yet. Uh, but certainly I'm I'm very excited about what the future does hold uh, as this technology continues to evolve and continues to uh, improve, I think, in terms of accuracy. Uh, also, what I think we're seeing here, too, is as the workforce as uh, uh, challenges continue to arise, whether it be the aging workforce or just the lack of skilled workers, um, the generative AI and the use in the use of training, where, where can an operator say, go right away to get the answer that they need when they're on a on a an overnight shift or something like that? How, and how do they get trained? They don't have to wait for a training. They can just get anything that they need at their at their fingertips uh, when they're having the right data at the right time uh, for them is another area that we we're seeing some of this being implemented. Um, we're coming up at the end here, uh, Brian. Uh, I want to thank you. Do you have any any other uh, topics or anything to share? Well, I, th I think, you know, just a, just a couple comments. One, I would just encourage anyone listening to realize adoption of industrial analytics is a journey. There's no, no two paths look identical. Everyone is starting at a different, at a different level of maturity, uh, oftentimes having quite different expectations and goals uh, as part of that. So I would just say get started. And, you know, you mentioned the, the workforce turnover and we talked about change management earlier. I think that's getting easier and I'll, I'll use a, a real life example from from my my family. Um, so my dad, I love him, one of the one of the greatest engineers I've ever met. Uh, but up until a few years ago, he was still committed to his flip phone. He had not embraced technology uh, that just wasn't in his DNA. Um, then I look at my generation and I'm I'm more of a trust but verify. Uh, my engineering mind sees the potential and the power, uh, but I, I tend to want to validate what I'm being told or the information being provided to me. And I look at my kids, it's blind trust with technology. So I think certainly the change management hurdles are going to get easier as that workforce turnover happens, as folks sort of lean into technology. Um, I would just my my words of wisdom, all of these models are only as good as the inputs that go into them. So don't lose that engineering sort of mindset and you know make sure that uh, that we're focusing on improving the front end of the process in addition to the back end uh, of these industrial analytics processes. But um, exciting times. I'll just say that. Well said, Brian. Uh, thank you so much, and thank you, everybody, for listening. If you'd like to get some more information, please go to sas.com slash IoT solutions on the SAS side. And if you want to get more information about ARC, please visit arcweb.com.